<laughs> Excitement yawn. Yep, I'll get that right out of the way. Uh-huh. I recorded with Brian this week. What? I saw that. Yeah. The Star Trek? Yeah. What? That's wild. And then fought with him for the rest of the week as to when we were going to do the next show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I didn't ask if there was anything we wanted to discuss. Mm. I don't know. You think we can talk about coronavirus? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, how about uh, Trump's press conferences? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything specific about them. Come on, I'm we just, had the most you know. fun ones this week. There was the walk-offs, the disinfectant. <laughs> <laughs> The lying about that? I mean, there's oh my God. there's a lot of material to mine there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I figure there's no way it's not coming up, so why write it down? Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. It is well past nine o'clock. Yes! <laughs> that's what I was hoping for. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, April 28th, 2020. Sorry. In our year of COVID. In our year of COVID, yes. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Nobel Prize winning Jared. <laughs> this, this is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you would like to join in in our conversation, you can go to our Patreon page and sign up, where that will allow you to chat with us directly on Discord, where we record. And we've got a couple people with us tonight. Hello, fellas. If you can't do that, you could go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash profanearg, and post something, or tweet to us at profanearg. This week on the show, we will be talking about, well, hopefully a little bit more than COVID-19, but... Doubtful. But mm-hmm. first. Um, so the first thing I have, and it's not on the page at all, I want to mention the fact that I got a notice from YouTube today that one of our old shows was pulled <laughs> for breaking uh, YouTube's rules. They said that it violated their rules and that it was uh, reported. So somebody actually listened to the show yes. and reported it. Somebody uh, listens to then, our show. Yay. <laughs> and then it was pulled. The thing about this is it has about double the listens of any other show in the time period. Hmm. Well, there's, so there must be some a, special keyword in there. Yeah, I guess. So if anybody wants to go back and listen to episode 181 and tell me, you know, what's what's so god-awful offensive about it, uh, it's the episode entitled Double Digit IQs, Bibles, and Deep Fried Snacks. Oh, oh I have a few ideas of who we offended in that. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we try to offend, though, and I'm okay with offending those people, but I don't know. YouTube never says what it is specifically that was said that caused it to be pulled, so I have no idea. Well, 181, um, that's doubt- not that long ago, right? Yeah, no, we're, no. we're on 192 today, so... Well, I, you yeah. know they pull things if you say coronavirus and COVID-19. Really? Well, we've been doing that ever since. Uh, that, like, that, that could be what it was. 
So, yeah, you can pull up, uh, Jeff just did the list of things we talked about. Now, it's not everything that we talked about, and certainly nowhere near a transcript, but... Um, oh, I bet, I can see I, right now that's jumping out to me that probably got all the listens. You, QAnon? QAnon. Mm. Oh, well, that's probably bad, since I think we have something about QAnon this week. Yeah, <laughs> baby! <laughs> shit all over QAnon. <laughs> So this week we are now at 3.1 confirmed cases of coronavirus, 1 million cases in the United States. We have nearly a third of all the confirmed cases in this country, USA, USA. We are number one by a long shot. Do we have, no- yeah. do we have number one deaths? Oh, that's a good question. We're at 58,300. So I don't know. I believe we are. I, I would have to think yes by a long shot. Yeah, Spain is at 23,000, Italy 23,000. Well, 20, maybe per capita, that's not so bad. <laughs> we certainly don't have the uh, the highest population. I do no. mean 3.1 million Grinch. I don't know what I might have said, but if I said something other than 3.1 million confirmed... You trailed off after 3.1. Okay. I was confused as well, but I was like... Just let it go. <laughs> 3.1 plus six zeros. So, okay. <laughs> uh, so while we are on the coronavirus again, there's a lot of misinformation out there. If you go to the webpage, uh, there's a link to the Center for Inquiry where they have a coronavirus resource center. If you have any any thoughts about these possible things you should do for to treat the virus, you can go there and it will probably be listed. <laughs> mm. misinformation because there's nothing much you can do. I figure I moved it to the front. Let's start with the president, Trump, <laughs> talking about injecting people, injecting themselves with household disinfectants or bombarding themselves with sunlight or UV light. Uh, we should test uh, that you out. You mean inside the body? Inside the body. Get the light inside, inside the, the body. Through the skin or some other way. Right. God, you liberals will believe anything. Internal light and disinfectants. Oh, where do you even begin? <laughs> um, I mean, so, well, what do we what do we begin with the idea that he then came out the, um, the next day and said, "Oh, that was just sarcasm." That was he was talking okay, to the reporters what? sarcastically, right? Right. You don't know what sarcasm is, obviously, because no, that was not sarcasm. Nope. And by talking to reporters, I mean I'm turning my head directly at my medical experts and saying they should look into it. Right. I, said that we were looking into this, right? And we'll follow up on it. No, no, no. He was was suggesting. I I thought he was suggesting to them. I've Mm -hmm. seen the clip a million times, so I hope I'm getting it right, where he was just like, "Uh, what do you guys think about? Something we should look into? And then that's when Birch was like, as a treatment? Um... The, The video of her, the the somebody, you know, zooms in on her and watches her face. And you can see her face as he's talking. It's, it's, she's... She's she's good, <laughs> but she could not cover up that amount of being appalled. <laughs> well, she just sat there kind of staring at her feet and didn't know really what to do. Well, at first she was looking at him, at him and then she just she, she averted her eyes because she couldn't look at him anymore. <laughs> Don't make eye contact. Maybe you won't talk to me. Don't make eye contact. <laughs> yeah. His vision is based on motion. If I just stand still, he can't be able to see me. Now, it's probably likely, and what I'm thinking how this happened is like, because I hear there is some kind of UV light therapy somebody was, you know, there's a lot of different things going on. And I imagine that these things were discussed briefly prior to them going out where he was probably yes. like, well, what about the light thing? And they're like, well, you know, it's not really this or that. And 
I don't know what the thing with the disinfectant was. Well, the the, the person that was on the, at the podium before him was talking about um, disinfecting surfaces. So you can disinfect surfaces with, you know, classic disinfectant or UV light. Well, also, it's not, viruses aren't really alive, but it will um, disable viruses after a period of time. So he was so, just uh, riffing after that. Be, because he doesn't listen to, he doesn't go to the, the meetings, he doesn't listen to them, he just reads his talking points right before he goes out there. He misinterpreted what they said as if it could be used on people, as opposed to, you know, stainless steel surfaces. I also want to throw this out here as a possibility, because in, on theguardian.com, there was an article talking about a leader of a group who peddles bleach as a coronavirus cure wrote to Trump before Trump went out and did this and was saying the FDA, they're cracking down on us. They, they're saying we can't sell our, our coronavirus cure. You need to help us. That's what they said in their letter to Trump. And they, in the letter, talked about using disinfectants to help kill the virus in the body. So this article suggests that it was the, this group that also might have spurred Trump along to uh, to do this to make these statements. And I want to run with this because the group was Genesis 2, not Electric Boogaloo, <laughs> that oh. we just talked about last week. Oh, so did John Oliver talk about them on Sunday? I didn't see Sunday's John Oliver yet. Did he mention them? <laughs> but yeah, Genesis 2, the, the Church of Health and Healing that was giving out the Miracle Mineral Solution, which had bleach mixed with water. And it also, they say that it... it cures 99% of all illness, including cancer, malaria, AIDS, and autism. Wow. But apparently they said on their, uh, on their social media that they received feedback from the White House and that they had been invited to go to the White House. Now, I don't know how much any of that was true. I don't think that they have gone to the White House, but I, I just I think it would be fantastic if that's where Trump got his misinformation. I mean, from the whole uh, hydroxychloroquine debacle, we know that he is looking for the, the emergency quick cure. And that's, what, that's what I was going to ask. Why does it feel like he's just he wants to do everything but what they're telling him to do? Because mm. he wants he needs the miracle. Otherwise, he's not going to get reelected. But why not just do like when they say, OK, ventilators, we got all that on lockdown. Now it's testing. Why not go, okay, let's focus on that. Like we, It's like he fights everything they say we should do. And then he looks for some other dumbass answer. Yeah, I think Jeff, Jeff has it right. He's, he's, not, he's not a team player. He doesn't listen to other people. He decides things for himself, and he's an idiot. So we get idiotic things out of him. He yeah, has to be the smartest person in the room. Go ahead. That's true. I, I'm just, I'm, I feel like I'm once again on board with what Jared's saying. If he could, like what he needs is to get back to pretending that we have a strong economy and, you know, helping people feel at ease. If he would just, you know, take some input from the people who are giving him the advice and get nationwide testing going in a successful way, governors would be leap on board to reopen yeah. states. Everybody would be ready to be like, yeah, everything's fixed. And who cares if they all die? That's that's not his concern. His concern is that the testing's out, the states are reopened, the economy is revived, and as the governor of Texas said, there are more important things than being alive. Damn right. <laughs> and as we all know, Trump is not a doctor, but he's got a really good you-know-what. You-know-what, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
no, but he he has to be the one that provides the cure because he has to be the one that gets the praise and the That's credit. That's true. He does it. have to write his name on the cure. But he right. can take credit for the for this. Yeah. This is what I don't understand. It's his team. But if it's the CDC saying it, though, it's not him personally. He can't stamp his name in golden letters on it. But if he comes up with the cure. Oh, my God. Who's going to fight solution? him if he just goes, I put the team together. I, he said it right there at, at the last one. He's like, I bring the talent. I, I, I don't. I mean, yeah. I, I'm not sure I fully. This, he really needs to be psychoanalyzed. Malignant narcissism. Yeah. Like, I don't know what's worse. I'm, mm. tr- I'm trying to weigh all these things. The fact that he suggested that, like, just mused about the disinfectant as a president of the United States, right? Or the fact yeah. that he then said he was sarcastic, which, again, is like, that's almost worse that you would uh, play a little jokey joke during a pandemic at a, at, when you're the president of the United States. Or three, that people were actually calling poison control, wondering if they could ingest this shit. Yeah. Well, not just that, but the number of calls to poison control where people had poisoned themselves was up as well. Yeah, I don't know what's dumb. I, I just can't. I, or what's dumber? Mm. And then when they, then he's just like, "Fuck this shit." He remember he just walked off the stage with no questions the next day. Yeah, because he had to come Ten up minute. with a, yeah. And then <laughs> when he finally took a question, and when the only one reporter asked him about it, and she's like, well, "What do you say about all the spikes and poison control and this and that?" And he's like, "I don't know why that would happen. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why that would happen." They're like, "Do you take responsibility?" No, no, of course not. Okay, let's move on. And that's what they did. They moved on to other questions as he trotted out more CEOs. Mm. It's very uh, – man, there are going to be so many interesting books that come out of this. <laughs> <laughs> so I do want to call out another little piece of dumb. It's not nearly as bad. However, uh, we talk about Cuomo and we talk about Andrew Cuomo and give him a lot of credit. Chris Cuomo, I know Jared's a huge fan. I, I enjoy him. Let's get at it, Ray. Too. Let's get at it. <laughs> Yeah, see, that's that's probably my least favorite bit, but um, I do want to uh, I want to call out Christy Cuomo, uh, Chris's wife. This I floored me. Christina Cuomo said in her they call it goop esque uh, wellness blog. She says she she echoed Trump's comments about treating the coronavirus with chemical disinfectants. She says that she adds a small amount of Clorox to her back bath water every day. And she does this under advice from her doctor, energy medicine and homeopathic physician, Linda Lancaster. No. Who suggests she takes a bath and add a tiny amount of bleach. And she's talking about a quarter cup of bleach to 80 gallons worth of water. 80 gallons? Why Jesus. to combat radiation and metals in my system and oxygenate it? Those words make no sense. No. Mm. Well, she's not a true Cuomo. <laughs> <laughs> now, granted, having said all that, you know, she caught it. Yes, she did. And so did their son. Yeah. Right. And she had very mild symptoms. I'm not sure. Son or daughter? Their kid. In any oh, case. I, only, I only heard that she got it. I didn't know that one of her kids. I, I'm pretty sure that the, the, the kid has, has uh, coronavirus as well. Mm. But uh, the last I saw, uh, Chris Cuomo said, uh, yes, son. He's now doing fine. So. Um, but yeah, I just, I had to, it was this crossover of Cuomo and Trump talking about injecting disinf- disinfectants and I'm just, uh, at least she wasn't it, drinking, the, at least she wasn't drinking the bath water. Uh, she, that's true. She wasn't drinking. I mean, it'd be like drinking pool water. It's about the same amount of chlorine in pool water, but still it's just dumb. It's not going to hurt her. It'll dry her skin out, make her look wrinkly. 
Well, in the article, is she suggesting that everybody do that? Or she was just saying, this is what I do. She said that that was what she did, and it helped her out while she was going through the the virus. Mm. So that's pretty much su- suggesting, as far as I can yeah can see. Well, she's she's a you know a once removed celebrity, so anything that she says, people will listen to. Yeah, exactly. she know better. Well, she goes to an energy medicine homeopathic physician. <laughs> <sighs> listen, Chris ain't hawking that shit on his show. He gets real doctors. That's true. That's very true. I give um give him a lot of credit for that. In any case, I just I found it and I just had to call her out. I did also want to mention the article on Ars Technica that talks about people poisoning themselves. I I made reference to the poisoning going up. Yeah, it goes up drastically if you look at, uh, uh, what was it, beginning of March. Since the beginning of March, the the graph goes up quite drastically of the people who are literally poisoning themselves. So, yeah, maybe our president should stop saying that shit. (laughs) Or, you know, whatever. Clean the gene pool. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. I'm like, if you're... (laughs) Like, if you take what the president says as gospel, what's wrong with you? What are you, five years old? Like, that's just weird to me. Like, obviously, I mean, like, there's this obviously, like, between, like, I don't know, when I was first aware that there was a president of the United States up until maybe until I was about 14 or 15, that I would think that the president was infallible, you know, because I didn't know any better. And then I became mm-hmm. an adult and was like, oh, he's just a normal person like everybody else. Like, maybe a little bit smart, smarter, but... Not the smartest. Just because your president no. doesn't make you the smartest. <laughs> Quite clearly. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, if that hasn't been proved. I hear what's nice, too, is that we're the nice laughing stock of the rest of the world because of this, too. Because they've been asking other world leaders about this. And they're all trying to stifle their laughter as they say, no, don't drink disinfectant, please. Yeah. Well, I do. I find it amusing, though, that everybody is looking at New Zealand now. We We mentioned New Zealand a couple shows back and how they were just locking down and taking care of it and it turns out yeah they're ready to reopen at this point the the number of cases are next to nil like there was they're doing a story on cnn like this hour about new zealand and how they just completely like, like they're they, down to like single digit cases yeah, yeah their their total number of deaths in the country is less than the u.s's hourly deaths wow and I did see that their president, when they when she speaks to the children, actually says nice, heartwarming things to make them feel better. Right. As opposed to when asked to address our children, Trump's like, we're in a war and we're number one. <laughs> and Even before the virus, he was like, do you still believe in Santa Claus? I guess it's okay for your age. <laughs> oh, that's right. Didn't he tell the Boy Scouts of America about a time that he was banging a bunch of hookers on a yacht? <laughs> right. <He did>. Yeah. <laughs> They know what I'm talking about. <laughs> New Zealand has had 19 deaths and 1,472 cases so far. Wow. Oh, man. Amazing. Well, how many people live in that country, though? Just <laughs> It's not a huge country. I'll give you that. Right. But Still, that's pretty low. Yeah, it's pretty low. <laughs> uh, we can quickly find out 4.8 million. So, I mean, it's you know, a little more City. than a tenth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or no, One... a little bit more than 1% of our... So, it's, it's fairly small, but still. Hmm. Per capita, it's still pretty impressive. However, in Iran, the U.S. is not the only place where this is happening. In Iran, there were 700 people killed in the belief that toxic methanol could cure the coronavirus. Some 200 people died outside of hospitals because, uh, you know, I I don't think it was an official thing. I don't think it was just word got around that uh, methanol could uh, cure the coronavirus. And uh, yeah, a lot of people just poisoned themselves. Mm. And most of these people probably would have lived anyway, right? 
Uh, probably. Probably. I mean, granted, they live in they live in Iran, but (laughs) yeah, I don't think I still don't think they're far away from you know eighty percent of the people are asymptomatic or mildly symptomatic, and twenty percent go to the hospital and two ish percent die. That's fairly consistent once you actually get some real numbers. Not that we would know with our testing situation. Yeah, very true. Let me tell you this: I wouldn't want to be in the state of Georgia in two weeks. No. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be in any is majority Islamic country in in two weeks. Well, I wouldn't want to be there ever. But well, true. <laughs> but true. I, I mean, right now we're dealing with the after effects of Easter, but it's Ramadan now, so and that goes on for a monthish. Mm. Yeah, I think I it's like I, twenty-eight days or something, right? Something like that. Yeah, so it's, it's a full month. Um, I don't know. Grinch asked, "Are there any studies that show less religious places, the less pe- people dying?" From the well, he said the stupid shit, but I, I, don't, I don't know. know. Does anybody have numbers from Iceland? Mm. <laughs> right. No, but I did see a, an actual study on people who watch Fox News to deaths and cases of infection, mm. and it is way higher amongst people who watch that shit. Well, I think New Zealand is probably a good case. They're fairly non-religious there, I think. So we're that looking for seems plausible. Yeah. So I'm I'm going to pull this up since we're talking about, uh, you know, comparing people. There's an article on Ars Technica that talks about the Fox News hosts and how they have a measurable effect on the COVID cases. And I don't have the specific details, but I do know that Sean Hannity will make you sicker than Tucker Carlson. <laughs> well, yeah, did you see his rant about going to Yankee Stadium? <laughs> <laughs> and sneaking a hot dog under your mask, <laughs> drinking beer with a straw. So, and I love the image from Ars Technic. It's fantastic. I don't. Was this Karen? Was it you that brought this up originally? What? I'm sorry. The Sean Hannity Tucker Carlson distinction. It's something about the people who watch Sean Hannity versus Tucker Carlson. There's a measurable increase in the number of cases and deaths for the last couple of months. Wow. And it's, I don't, uh, I remember having this conversation with somebody, but it's not clicking. No, it's, I mean, I'm, yeah, it might have been from a, a few days ago, but there's been so much going on. Yeah. Each show has about 4 million viewers, but the number of people who are. Oh, Jesus. Uh, ha- yeah. <laughs> the number of people who have the virus is way higher with Hannity. I'm just, I don't know that there's any, you know, causation there, but it's a weird correlation. Mm-hmm. Could it be that Hannity talks to Trump every night before he goes to bed? And Tucker Carlson seems to have some sort of, sh- I don't want to say morality streak, but he's definitely got to, I got to look out for my own business outlooks. Mm. He's more um That's once a chicken ain't going to cook itself. <laughs> more cognizant of the fact that he could be sued. Mm. Well, remember, Tucker is like always against war with Iran. Mm. And he did, didn't he, wasn't he the only one who came out of those, of that night crew that was like, this shit's real. He came out earlier than the other ones, yeah. Yeah. There's a great side-by-side video, too, of all the Fox News hosts <laughs> saying one thing and then saying the complete opposite two weeks earlier. <laughs> um, it's pretty amazing. Just a, a, I, I a, think a, they could do that many times over. Yeah, but this it's just day in, day out. This coronavirus is nothing. It's a it's no worse than the flu. Go outside. Two weeks later, stay inside. This is... <laughs> but nothing will happen to them. They'll, stay, they'll stick around. They want Biden to win. I'm telling you. If Wait, Bi- who? Well, then, then they can complain. News. Sure. Yeah, Fox. Biden winning keeps Fox News around for another ten years. Oh, sure, that makes perfect sense. Because this blaming Obama shit's getting a little ridiculous. 
<laughs> Homeboy, you've been president for three fucking years. So the next the couple things I had was about uh, social media, which, uh, well, you know, I started off with the fact that one of our shows got banned from YouTube. I'm curious if it has anything doing to do with this. YouTube has increased the amount of content that they are removing. But in this case, the article is about banning medically unsubstantiated content. Hmm. Okay, really? Or is it just your your way of removing things that you just don't, don't like. want to have? Because yeah. there's a whole bunch of stuff on YouTube still that I mean, is medically unsubstantiated. Are they? Re- yes. Are they removing anything the president says? Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> Twitter is also supposed to be removing misleading COVID nineteen related tweets that could incite people to engage in harmful activity. And yet, again. There's a whole bunch of stuff out there that is still out there. They're not removing. And as we all know, once once something has bit gone out there, it never truly disappears. So. Yeah, this seems like a very hard task to do. Oh, yeah. But no Absolutely. reason you can't stop the big ones, you know. Like the president? <laughs> yeah. Well, again, that's tough, too. Right. I don't know. I, I Maybe I'm a little... Uh, t- pr- after receiving today's alert about our our one episode being removed it's probably not a good time to talk about social media for me <laughs> a little irritated you know what what on earth could be possibly said that I don't know. broke their rules that are undefined <laughs> well the rules are defined but they don't tell you you know Which one you you when, when they when they censor you they operate like the uh motion picture rating association mm-hmm. they just tell you that you're getting an nc-17 but not why and then mm-hmm. make you guess Mm. And then That's you submit the same film unaltered and get an, an R. <laughs> <laughs> so while we are talking about uh, people reopening stuff, there is a Messianic rabbi who's going to, he has got scheduled a revival in the National Mall in September. September 26th, that's the day that uh, everything is going to uh, to come back. No matter what, he says that uh, he wants to have a revival in the National Mall. Mm. He I'm probably sure needs a new, new bathroom or something. <laughs> he, wanted to, he wanted to get that bathroom in before the winter. <laughs> so the first thing, uh, Messianic Rabbi, this is uh, basically someone who is 100% in the Jewish religion, except also includes the fact that Jesus was the Jewish savior. Um, so it's kind of like a, a someone who is Jewish turned Christian. Jews for Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, the Jews for Jesus. (laughs) Otherwise known as Christians. (laughs) Right. (laughs) He also says, if we don't see a spiritual turning, an awakening, a repentance, revival, then all the political, legal, judicial, and cultural efforts will ultimately fail or be undone. Oh, shut the fuck up. (laughs) What is, I'm telling you, it's a fucking bathroom. What what other reason would there be to be like this is happening no matter what? What yeah, no, is the you're fucking right. rush? It's, it's money. <laughs> At the top of the show, I just found out that Big Bleach has a powerful lobby and can make the tell make the president tell you to drink it. <laughs> yeah. Like what? who knew? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> did they get the Christy Cuomo too? <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> so yeah, you're right. This is this is absolutely about money. Again, how many priests or rabbis or other figures of this nature do you think we're walking around new zealand defying lockdown and saying that they had to be that we that they're going to have this celebration anyway i'm going to guess zero mm, or one who was instantly shamed <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is wrong with americans i mean 
I mean, it's uh, what it's what is also you know somewhat right about America is oh, that it's, it's that you know the ultimate freedom thing that it you know, that everybody comes here for, but it bites us in the ass sometimes because people have the ultimate freedom to be complete fucking idiots. Oh, I thought it was because we were founded by Puritans. Nah. <laughs> I, I think it's a little from both columns. Mm. <laughs> but again, I mean, listen, and I'm not and I'm not speaking to the people who are out of work or can't get unemployment because I know shit sucks mm. for them. And but going back out there is not the answer even for them. Like if you're if that's what you're fighting for, as opposed to like the guy who can't get good lawn care, you know, or the or the mayor who defied her own lockdown and went and got her hair done. Like this isn't that bad, people. All right, just suck it up and wait a little bit so everybody is fine. You know, if you have savings or if you're working from home, yeah, it's boring and it sucks a little bit, but it it, it could be a lot worse. Mm. That's what I don't under what I don't understand. Why throw why throw in the face of all these experts? It's like it's like people it's like dealing with five year olds. Tell a five year old not to do something, what do they want to do? Exactly what you told them not to do. Well I now, keep on it, I keep on packing our, our experience yesterday. Uh, we went to a big box to go grocery shopping. And as we're leaving, it's one of those places that scans your receipts and then scans one of the items in your cart to make sure that you're not stealing anything anything from them, which pisses me off to no end. But that's another that's another argument for another that's day. Another, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this time, the the guy has a mask on, but his nose is not in the mask. So it's it's sitting just on you know beneath his nose, and then he touches the receipt. Doesn't need to touch it. All he needs to do is go boop, and then he touches the produce that's in my hand, which is again not necessary because all he needs to do Whoa. is you know point his little <laughs> wand at it, and I, it pissed me off to no end. But then I thought he wasn't then, wearing gloves. No, no gloves. Touched our stuff. Touched the receipt, didn't have a mask on properly. He looked confused and befuddled. And I think the fact is that he's a new hire and he's an idiot because that is his physical limitation. He's just an idiot. Well, he, and, and he had this look on his face like, well, why are you pulling back from me? I'm just trying to scan this. And it's like, you're touching everything. You right. don't have to touch anything. So I, I, I'm angry at him and feel bad for him all at the same time. <laughs> but he if he just got a job there. It's because he doesn't have any money and he needed a job. And I was yelling at him. So, so. Right. Well, you didn't yell at him. No. You just, you know. I was very judgmental, though. Pulled away. <laughs> right. And but again, there are some people like bartenders, waitresses, any mm. number of people who just can't, who can't work and can't get unemployment because their states weren't prepared for this. Mm, I understand right. why you're, why you want to reopen it quickly, but you do understand you're just going to go right back into lockdown, like after right. two or the, three the weeks. Case- Right, the cases are going to go up, and we'll be back right back where we started again. Does it maybe buy a little bit of time? Sure, but then people die. Right. Well, you so, should be instead of bitching to reopen, you should be bitching at your state or the federal government to get you more money. Yes. I, as you know, I understand that socialism, but it's either that or <laughs> have people die out in the streets. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Why, why is this so hard to understand? The one thing that Cuomo, uh, Andrew Cuomo, goes over a lot recently is. They're they're shelling out tons of money. What it was two point two trillion dollars, and mm-hmm. then another f- nearly five hundred billion dollars, and it's almost all going to companies, small businesses, quote unquote. They're not all small. It's mostly big businesses who somehow still qualify. I do like that some of them have been publicly shamed into sending the money back now. Yes, I do. Well, I think you and- can thank Shake Shack for that because they did it out of the mm. kindness of their heart, and then everybody else is like, "Oh, mm-hmm. crap, fine." <laughs> yeah. But the one thing, the thing that hasn't happened is money. They've got all this money coming from the federal government. None of it's going to the states. 
Right. And I, I mentioned Cuomo because he's very specific. If you don't give money to the state and local government, they, they're the ones who fund the police, the fire department, the hospitals. I mean, it's the states that really fund your critical workers. Right. And the states are, that yeah. are affected by this are really running out of money, if not already just, you know, going in debt this year. Right. And oh, they, don't they just want to pay their pensions off. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't have the capability of going into debt like the federal government can. They're, the purpose of federal government is to make sure that the states can run efficiently. And the, the, their role at this point is to provide resources because they can and they don't. And Jeff's right. The reason that these these dumbass governors are like, we're reopening is they don't want to pay unemployment. They can't. Or some of them don't want to. Sure. With some of them, they don't want to. Yeah. yeah. New York can't. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't I don't know what state California is in, but I'm sure it's almost just as bad. Mm. You know, but yeah, a lot of the Midwestern states, the, the flyover states, they're probably not doing as bad as far as people being infected yet. <laughs> yet. Yeah. They're starting to catch up, but it's going to be a while. Yeah. But Je yeah, Jeff, were you saving... able to get unemployment? Nothing yet. N nothing yet. Mm. I mean, yeah, the states are completely overwhelmed. I, what was it, New Jersey? They were looking for COBOL programmers because their system is so old. That's wow, pretty terrifying, right there. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> so get, COBOL's get, not get, that get, old. Come on, get, get <laughs> ITT tech on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty old. <laughs> I learned COBOL in the Air Force. <laughs> Dude, they it's were teaching that, that like 20 years ago. It was old. <laughs> no. I mean, it's that, mainframe. That is true. That was 20 years ago, and we were phasing it out. I I actually was taught how to how to program in it so that I could take old programs and convert them to the new programming language. So <laughs> yeah. you, you are correct. <laughs> I mean, it's the days of, you know, a big iron of, you know, real mainframes and, and BMS systems. So, yeah. So do you think that uh, because of all this, anti-vaxxers are going to change their minds? I was... I'm using that in my head the other day that like they usually say that something big happens and then an anti-vaxxing movement goes away like it has in the past. So this might be it. So there's an article on CNN that talks about exactly that. And it's saying that it seems like that could be the case. However, it then goes in a completely opposite direction and talks about uh, Lynette Marie Barron, who runs a group called Tough Love. And uh, it talks about how she is in the exact opposite. And her, she and her group are still fighting against uh, vaccines being forced upon people. <laughs> they have to be forced because of people like you. Right. They're, they're, they, we will pull some people back, just like we're pulling some Republicans back from the crazy town. But not all of them. I mean, the, the far right and the, the hardcore anti-vaxxers, no, there's no saving them. I'd say in the day and the age of the internet, it might not be as gone as... It used to be back in the day, but mm. there's probably going to be a small pushback. And it'll, it'll return in about five years and everybody forgets about this, if we're still here. <laughs> <laughs> if we're not living under the same lockdowns or yeah. similar lockdowns. Or, you yeah. know, getting ready for Donald Trump Jr. to be inaugurated. Oh, <laughs> so speaking of, uh, speaking of uh, people, uh, family taking over, any, uh, any thoughts on North Korea? Mm. Kim Jong-un? <laughs> yes. I think that he, I think that uh, the, the virus is rampant in North Korea, so he has isolated himself at his vacation cottage by the beach, and nobody is allowed in and nobody is allowed out, and um, he, he can't have it public that he is abandoning his people to the virus, so he's just gone quiet. Mm. Interesting theory. Yeah, but that's what, sound. 
But you don't think he could get some video equipment and make a statement from wherever he's at? Oh, people would need to come in. No, unacceptable. Oh, you think he's there by himself? Well, with a hardcore circle of, of people that oh. are getting tested on a daily basis. And there's, yeah, there's nobody going in and out. He is, he's in full lockdown. I'm going a- with the theory that he was never alive. <laughs> <laughs> More entertaining, but... <laughs> I don't know. I find it... I, I do find the whole thing amusing. Uh, the, the discussion of whether his sister could take over, whether there would be a military coup and, you know, like a Castro kind of figure would take over. I've heard all sorts of different theories about... Uh, uh, yeah, I was asking somebody about that, too, because I was... And they said uh, it doesn't really matter because as far as the people are concerned, or, or at least the the general public, because they don't know any better, she's related to him, so she's part God, too, or whatever the fuck he is. Mm. So she's just as good, and I'm sure the military is like, well, better her than <laughs> total disaster. Mm. But I hear that she's pretty ruthless compared to him. I mean, she is his right-hand man, woman, yeah. whatever. I do have a little bit of proof to back up my supposition, and that is that his train has been spotted outside of his um, family beach vacation cottage just, compound. Just running empty. Mm, There's nobody there in it. <laughs> it's just all ruse. Could be. Could be. But I mean, it's 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 the most likely. I don't know why. There's been reports of you know Chinese doctors being rushed there, but eh. I did love it too when they asked Trump about this. Like his mind is amazing. That they go, oh, what do you think about the reports that Kim Jong Un might be dead? He's like, oh, I don't know. Nobody really knows. I got a good relationship with him, though. He really likes me, and and I really like him. Like that's <laughs> automatically where he goes. <laughs> Well, I think, I don't know, it was yesterday, the day before, something like that. He said, well, we have a pretty good idea. I can't tell you. I'm not going to tell you. But you know, we, we know. <laughs> oh, oh, so that I didn't see that part. Yeah. I think, you know, oh, it's God. amazing because if that were anybody else, you'd be like, that's not what I asked you, dipshit. Yeah. <laughs> There's never enough follow-up. Well, he, he does bully over them and pick the next person, so. Ew. <laughs> That's a nice picture. <laughs> picture of, uh, yeah, She's his sister. I don't know her name. I can't, I can't remember it. But Starts with Kim. <laughs> She's Kimmy. Kimmy, she seems nice. She seems nice. <laughs> Yeesh. Kim Yo Jong. My yeah. other favorite Trump tactic is to start answering the question before the real relevant part comes out. Right. I know your question. I get it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're. <laughs> you're talking about tests. Co- I'm great at tests. <laughs> I have a coworker. I have a coworker that if you need something from him and you send him an email, you have to put what you want in the first sentence because he's not going to read any of the rest of it. <laughs> you have to ask questions like that. You have to start with your question. And then if he still looks puzzled, fill in some of the details. You Actually, to- I'm like that too. <laughs> like if I need to see the instructions or read the instructions on something or watch a video with instructions, I've got to skip through the fucking preamble and just get me to step one. <laughs> I found bullet points are useful too. Give him a bullet point. He'll, he'll listen to that. <laughs> So there's an article in Washington Post that is quite clear that mass infections and deaths are still on the way, especially with states reopening. It's just going to happen much, much faster. Uh, there are, uh, there's an interview with the FDA commissioner. There's, uh, well, anybody who you think you should really listen to in times like this, they're all saying, yeah, we're not, we're not anywhere near through this. No. Uh, well, I mean, Mike Pence told me Memorial Day. Right. You Mike, Pence, me. Mike Pence is at, um, oh shoot, big hospital, Midwest, don't remember the name of it is. The Mayo Clinic. Mayo Clinic, thank you. He was at the Mayo Clinic today. Everybody had a mask on except for him. At a press conference after afterwards, he was asked why he didn't have a mask on. Because when he got there, he was somebody walked up to him and you know attempted to hand him a mask, and he did not put it on. 
And he said, no, it's just an opportunity to come and talk to the people. Didn't answer the question at all, but went maskless throughout the entire place. Everybody I, else had one on. I heard him say at one point, well, I don't have the virus, so mm. it's, a, you know, that makes I, it okay. I get oh, tested I can't on a wait till they basis. wheel him out in a ventilator to do his fucking... <laughs> Mike, say good things about me. I can't breathe. <laughs> Mike, say something good about me or Nikki Haley's going to be VP. <laughs> so, I mean, Trump's got this thing about not wearing masks. He said that he's, you know, he chooses not to wear one. Do you think he's told Pence not to wear one, too? Yeah, absolutely. I, I did, don't doubt that for a second. And you or... think Pence would risk his life for that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's that yes. much of a cuck? He's yes. a complete wow. toady. I, yeah. I, wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe he was sipping a small flask of disinfectant. <laughs> <laughs> Tiny sip of bleach, but it'd be fine. <laughs> oh, if it, you know, if he loses color, no one would notice. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So the in the article, uh, did talk about there's a uh, in Ohio there was an outbreak in a prison. More than two thousand inmates have tested positive. In, in a prison in Ohio. Um, then you have the different meatpacking things mm. where you've, you've 700 infections in the South Dakota meatpacking company. I guess my point is the ability for this virus to spread is so far beyond what we have normally come to expect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it even hits close to home. So I was looking at the county data for Pennsylvania and Juniata County is just south of us. And I'm like, that's a hot spot for some bizarre reason. So I uh, dug around a little bit in the news and it turns out that there's a kosher chicken slaughtering plant in um, Mifflin Town. Like, I did not know that, but they had a, an outbreak. And so, yeah, meatpacking plants for some reason, very uncool. But so one county over, big well, outbreak. I'm really glad that I'm going to be able to buy toilet paper at a normal rate now, since everybody's going to be buying chicken. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because as soon as that supply chain thing came out from the Tyson chicken guy, mm. my friend's father, who drinks the Kool-Aid constantly, was like, we got to go buy chicken right now as much as we can. Like, it's an instantaneous supply chain, get all the chicken. So right. now I can, I can wipe my ass in peace. Thank you. Well, uh, but it's okay. Don't worry about it, though, because Trump is signing an executive order forcing all of the meatpacking plants to stay open. Oh, great. Yeah. But isn't uh, the problem, though, that they don't have any workers? It will be soon. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, isn't that what the guy was complaining about, that the chain's going to break down because they just don't have enough people coming in? And I heard that they're offering them really shitty incentives to come in, like an extra 100 bucks a week or something. Yeah, I think in the price of chicken and beef is going to go up and pork is going to go up a little bit because they're going to have to actually provide them with PPE and give them a salary that makes it worth risking your life. Mm -hmm. So the price of everything is going to go up. So hoarding is actually probably not a bad idea in this case. <laughs> Wait, all my stockpile toilet paper is going to be worth <laughs> shit now? <laughs> <laughs> no, you should have bought, bought chicken. <laughs> now, Damn it, let's, this market. Let me, I let me re <laughs> yeah, let me rewind and investigate that the, the hypothesis you just forwarded sure now you led with they're gonna have to start paying them better to why do you believe this because otherwise people won't go to work there that's the problem that's right, poor people just quit their jobs <laughs> no that's part of the problem though is that they are having workers that are not coming in mm. well a lot of them are getting sick be, well yeah, yeah be, they can find scabs mm. that's not a skilled labor <laughs> so we'll just burn Hit this thing over the head and let it gurgle through the grate. <laughs> my, Push it on down the line. My big question, though, about all this was, like, is the meat going to get fucked up? Like, that's where I kept going to, because I keep hearing about 
meat process, I'm like, Jesus Christ, is the meat going to have the COVID? So generally, no. And also, you generally don't stick raw chicken up your nose. So <laughs> it, it'll be fine. If the virus gets into your digestive tract, mm-hmm. you, you're still fine. No. Like well, it, you, it, you obviously haven't eaten chicken at the Lanham family. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. The Jared's favorite, famous nose chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Straws for everybody. We do it like cocaine. <laughs> raw, raw nose chicken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, because if you cook it, the virus cannot survive that either. So, yeah. yeah. And even if you have like super raw, super rare steak, it won't survive for the most part in your digestive tract. So. I mean, oh, so what you're saying is, is take a blow dryer and shove it up my nose, right? That's what I'm getting from this. <laughs> no, Jeff. Jeff says you're you're good. You just wash the chicken, the raw chicken, down with a uh, tall glass of bleach, and you'll there be you fine. Go. Jeff, that's our December Christmas drink. Is the bleach? Jesus, man, where are we raised? <laughs> so nose chicken speak- and bleach nog. <laughs> Christmas at Jared's house. Oh. <laughs> So, speaking of food supply, the food chain, not the food chain, the food supply chain. Yes. Yeah, there's an article on The Guardian. Again, The Guardian. Uh, The coronavirus pandemic will likely be causing a considerable famine in parts of the world. They have identified 30 countries in the developing world that could experience really bad famine. Ten of those countries are already on the brink. So, yeah... That that seems like a bad time, just just about to happen. We're right on the cusp. Well, to be fair, some of those countries are right on the cusp for most of the time. But that, that is true. Not far from it. Yeah, yeah. And not going to take much to tilt them over, is what you're saying. Right. Yeah, exactly. And this is a lot, so mm-hmm. it'll definitely tilt them over. Which Ugh. means a more people migrating on foot and showing up wherever they can get to. Yeah. So that'll- I hate to uh, jump on the semi-conservative bandwagon and poo all over the mainstream media but but you know based on the number of stories that ray has brought this this episode like how how does it make you feel that we have to go to other countries news to find out what's really happening in our country (laughs) (laughs) what's going on in the u.s i don't know i gotta read the guardian uk Everything else is bullshit. Yeah. It's just true. Actually, in my feed, there was a whole lot of Al Jazeera and Guardian references. Like, yeah, that is very true. Well, I mean, CNN is completely focused on the, the coronavirus. So if you want any other and, – and again, it they're really focused on Trump. Yeah. Which, well, while it's... entertaining, is not terribly helpful. Right. But that's where they you're getting your information from anyway, though. Like – what more can they talk about is the question. Because whatever they get is, you know, they could be like, well, here's where we're at. Right. And they're not saying anything. So, <laughs> you know. Well, they, they don't talk about, you know, the, the increasing number of cases in India. They don't talk about the mass starvation that's coming to the African continent. They don't talk hey, about man, the other things in, my in the country. rest of the world. <laughs> I, I don't have to but worry about that shit. How does that affect me? <laughs> but it's still important because it, it, it. I agree. Maybe you know, that it, shit it, goes on after 11 o'clock. Other yeah. <laughs> Every once in a while, if you turn on CNN real late, there's a British lady on there. She's really good. And she's reporting from London. Like, hmm, usually That weekends. is true. And they do they do go out and do some world news later, mm-hmm. later at night. Um, I'm not shitting on CNN completely. It's just they're really focused on Trump. But, and it's because and I'm, he's Again, idiot, I'm not defending so. him because they do some shitty things. But again, right. when the president of the United States suggests mm-hmm. that you should drink disinfectant, how do you not fucking talk about that? Oh, right. You have to. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah, if you don't. 
then everyone's going to be like, well, okay. <laughs> I guess there's got to be a fine line there somewhere. Mm. Throwing in an occasional story about other things would be helpful. Yeah, like all the underhanded shit that they've been doing that we don't hear about. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, the Air- Senate is coming back to... Uh, the Senate is coming back to Washington so they can, um, you know, put judge, more judges in. Yeah, yeah. Mitch McConnell wants to get his 38-year-old protege through as quickly as possible. Yep. Got to get it done while everybody's distracted. But here's some good news that Ian will probably feel is skeptical. But <laughs> <laughs> while Trump has definitely outraised money over Joe Biden because he's been campaigning since he got inaugurated mm-hmm. and raising money in all the Senate races that are up right now. Uh, in November, the Democrats have been out raising money on the Republicans like in a crazy amount, like 2018 numbers, they're saying. So that's a little bit of good news. Mm. And a lot of these were Republicans who were already kind of teetering, you know, like yeah. uh, Susan Collins and those people. Well, her Mitch McConnell's got uh, some serious competition. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even going to talk about that because I feel it might jinx it, but, <laughs> you know. It's There's pretty bad when, when the governor of the state you represent calls you a shitbag. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so while we're talking about this, I, I, before I forget again, there is a website that I've, I I don't know enough about this to really endorse it, but I just think maybe take a look at it and see what it's about. There's a It's called Brand New Congress, and they're really pushing to, well, a lot of things related to replacing the Congress, getting... Getting people out who have been there forever, getting mm-hmm. a new Congress in. Um, Regardless of experience. So, you know, you've been there for 12 years, or I guess it can't be 12 years in the Senate, but, oh, well, yes, it can be. Yeah. 12 years be. and you're done? Yeah. They're, yeah, they're six-year terms. The uh, there, there are a few people I just want to point out. Charles Booker is running against Mitch McConnell as well. I had never heard of him, but they are endorsing him. Really, I don't care. Amy McGrath, Charles Booker, whatever, whatever. you know. Mm-hmm. Let's just work to get McConnell out of there. Kimberly Graham in Iowa, Jessica Scarane in Delaware, uh, Paula Swearingen in West Virginia. Ooh. I was oh, that person, sure. yeah, that's getting my vote no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> that last name got me. You want to put Swearingen in office? Absolutely. That's so sad that we all have the same thought. <laughs> um, could you imagine? Could you imagine Al in the Senate? Man, it'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> We're not here to serve those hoople heads. <laughs> fights uh, breaking out right on the Senate floor, big long fist fights. <laughs> I gouges and all. I should have saved her yeah. for last. I knew it was going to do Congressman Doherty scoops out someone's eye. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little pig farm in the back that he's dumping other senators in. <laughs> Deadwood, oh, by the way, if you're all confused. Wow, I yeah. almost said something really racist, but... <laughs> that was a close one. Good job. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of really racist things in that show, so... Way to pull up at the last minute. Yes. So um, me saying that Andrew Yang was running the pig farm in the back, is that... Oh, <laughs> that's, that's pretty racist, yeah. <laughs> that was fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if I got a wow from Jeff, I know it's racist. <laughs> <laughs> Betsy Sweet uh, in Maine is also one of the people they're endorsing for Senate. And there's a decent amount of information on their site on seats um, that can be flipped. And really, I mean, you're looking at McConnell... He is still likely to retain his seat just because he's from Kentucky, but it's like 50.3% likely. It's wow. it's not overwhelmingly likely. So Way closer than it would be in a regular year, yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I'm hoping that a bunch of people come to the realization that, you know, socialized medicine, yeah, we turns out we really do need this. <laughs> this this COVID has put a fine point on that. Yeah. So do we have anything else about the virus? I've got some other stories, but not about this. I don't know, probably, but can't think okay. of it. <laughs> well, you can always interject it. Um <laughs> Nebraska. Uh, the Nebraska GOP is trashing one of their Republican candidates because she is trying to primary the incumbent. The incumbent has only been in office for this last um, this last session, but the go the governor loves the incumbent, Julie Slama, I guess is her name. I don't know if that's how you pronounce that, but uh, Janet Palmtag is trying to win the primary, and they are trashing her by saying. She associates with an atheist. Whoa! <laughs> what? That, that's really I bet you a lot of you do and don't realize it. Yeah. Well, by they, associate, what do they mean? You should check out the article. I don't want to get the, the facts wrong, but they are basically pulling up things, calling things that she has done obscene and immoral. But the big kicker, the one big thing in their ad, is that she associated with an atheist. Uh, she hmm. responded by saying, People know, that know me know that I'm pro life pro-Second Amendment, more than anything, people know that I am not an atheist, I'm Catholic. So she's defending herself by, you know, Distancing really herself. <laughs> pulling on the Republican string. So mm -hmm. it's just... Right, but, but not refuting that. Because mm -hmm. again, I don't know what they're suggesting by, you've associated with an atheist. Like, okay. Yeah, that could be the guy who uh, packs right. your groceries. <laughs> you guys had dinner once, or... Well, you know, apparently in 2007, she was trying to make a point about frivolous lawsuits, and she was a, a sued God to to make the point that, you know, lawsuits are just getting out of control. Hmm. And oh, they're, boy, they're trying I, to use I that against her, her, even though she was, <laughs> she was being, you know, sarcastic. Mm. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Taking it back. Yeah, nice, nice try, hon. <laughs> <laughs> Texas, uh, it's abortion ban during the pandemic. They say that they are lifting the abortion ban. Yeah. Oh, oh, well. that was alarmingly short-lived. Yeah, hmm. but they had a suspension on non-essential medical procedures, and they declared right. that uh, abortion was non-essential. Yeah, that's a chance for them to, you know, manipulate the system to force their beliefs on other people why would they backtrack so quickly i know no, and then you they? can just simply forget to unban the ban <laughs> right oh he they they did not unban they unban unban the uh, non-essential med medical procedures the whole thing oh it just got lumped in with everything else right basically they put it in with with that and now that they're pulling that they couldn't find a way to keep the abortions hmm. apparently I oh, I got, I got faith in them. They'll figure out something. Yeah, they'll, they'll have something. <laughs> ne I know this. They're never going to stop trying. So I, it hadn't occurred to me, but um, suspending the non-essential medical procedures actually ended up in a lot of medical people being laid off because they do things that are not emergency room and ICU related. So hospitals and doctor's offices were losing money because they couldn't do the things that make them money, which hmm. makes sense if you think about it. But I mean, doctors are not one, you know, they don't all, they can't all work on COVID patients, being my point. For sure. Makes it sense. Hadn't occurred to me, but it makes sense. Hadn't occurred to Texas, apparently, either. Yep. Right. <laughs> Who would have thought that Texas was not a forward-thinking state? <laughs> parts. Small parts. There's one city that's okay. Mm -hmm. Austin. <laughs> I meant Marfa, but mm, okay. I guess Austin's okay, too. Bunch of <laughs> hacky sack playing hippies. 
PBS has put out a documentary called The Cult of QAnon, mm. um, and they discuss with a investigative reporter the all the details about QAnon, what is believed, what's it, at the core. It's pretty interesting. I haven't made it through the whole thing yet, but it's... Uh, it's pretty interesting. I just thought I would throw it out there. That's really all I have to say about it. I mean, other than the fact that their ideas and the basis for their group is a bunch of idiocy. So, you know, just in case you want to ban this one from YouTube as well, you can, you can do that. <laughs> well, it's not on YouTube. It's on PBS.org. No, think I, I would mean like... our episode. Oh, ours. Sure. Yeah. I, I think I would like somebody calm, calmly and peacefully tell me. Um, what the hell is QAnon? So maybe I'll listen to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's only like a half hour long. So yeah, yeah definitely worth a listen. Yeah, I feel I like say. Ray needs to vent more about YouTube. <laughs> <Take it laughs> down yeah, I think he's a little, he's taking it very calmly, but I feel like there's some rage boiling there. <laughs> I'm letting off a little steam now and then. I should be fine by the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Religion News Service has an article about the wartime Vatican. This was the wartime meaning World War II and how much Pope Pius II knew about the Holocaust. Mm -hmm. uh, turns out quite a bit. Uh, he knew that the Holocaust was going on way before the intelligence in the United States knew. Uh, before the United States got into the war in any way, he could have released this intelligence to the United States and got us involved in the war sooner, but he didn't because, according to the Vatican Archive, they did not want the Pope, when they realized what was going on, they wanted to shelter the Pope from being wrapped up in it. That's how close they were with the Germans. They had made deals with the Germans. They had, the Pope and Hitler had met. Wow. And they knew, but then when they found out what was going on, they kind of pulled back, but then they didn't tell anybody about it. They they just kind of went, yeah, we'll just let this take care of itself. <laughs> How Christ-like of them. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> I was going to say, so Alpha was like, shocker. I was thinking the same thing. If you had continued that story and said, turns out the Pope orchestrated the whole thing, I would have been like, uh-huh. <laughs> and? Not surprising. Turns out they're monsters. <laughs> Yeah, the church as a whole is yeah. completely monstrous. I did like what Jeff said. Couldn't they just move him to another Vatican? <laughs> <laughs> that is their modus operandi. That is. Mm. Yeah, so there's an article on Religion News Service about that if you want to go into any detail. Uh, good news. Blasphemy, is very shortly, will be completely decriminalized in Scotland. <laughs> I, I, you got to think. I, I've, I've heard Scottish people. They curse... <laughs> Every third word? Sure, but no, I mean, blasphemy has still been criminalized. Now, it hasn't been enforced or nobody has been, you know, charged for 175 years. So, you yeah. But, you know, it makes Yay! me feel a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> still good. I'm on board, but. Yeah, get rid of your blasphemy laws. Come on. It's a victimless crime. <laughs> yeah, truly. Uh, and finally, I just, this, uh, on something lighthearted, because with the whole, you know, the world's going to end because of the virus, I thought we'd go a little lighthearted near the end. Uh, you need to, to set, put, put a time, set your alarm, uh, for Jupiter, Venus, and the moon are going to line up to form a smiley face in our sky. Hmm. Mm. Huh? Huh? Sure. <laughs> okay. Is it a, is it at a watchable hour? Can I take my child out to enjoy this? Uh, that's, no. a, that's a good question. Mm. 
It is coming up very soon, though. 16th of May. The spectacle is con- conjunction uh, is not to be missed. Uh, apparently the same kind of thing happened in 2008. So I don't know. I, apparently it, it, it doesn't have a time. So 16th of oh. May. So, uh, again, to, to take it back to an earlier point in the show, when even though that's the technical term and you were completely right, when Ray said conjunction, when is anybody else worried that if we don't heal the Dark Crystal before that happens? That <laughs> Absolutely. No. Oh, well, I went to conjunction, conjunction. I was right on, right on it, man. <laughs> I figured. Thanks, Jared. I got, I got a little conjunction machine in my basement like Ogre does. <laughs> <laughs> I, got a, I got a little Chamberlain Funko Pop here on my stand. Every time I look at him, I think of you. <laughs> Go to hell. I don't even want to hear about it. So Jeff says he's with you, Karen. Conjunction, junction was what he thought of. Conjunction, junction, what's my function? Yeah. <laughs> Not the great conjunction? Oh, boy. Your childhoods must have been awful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else this week? Um, I I ran across a factoid today that I thought was mildly interesting and slightly alarming. Um, in Pennsylvania, there have been 1,700 deaths to COVID. Over 1,000 of those were in um, old age homes, extended care facilities and stuff. It was just, a, a, I was surprised at that number. I knew it was impacting the elderly more, but it's really ripping through old age homes. Oh, we just got it. There's an old age home in our town that they just, I think it was like 17 out of 18 dementia patients all were carrying it. Mm. Well, I mean, you got to think they are the most vulnerable. They're the the ones that could be affected the most. And let's group them together in the same Mm. building and hope the virus doesn't come in. Because if it does, yeah, it's just, it's not good. Also, Karen, you missed a very important point where Ray said he wanted to end the show on a funny note, and then Sorry. you brought us back down after I did. the crush, Great crush, Conjunction crush, Junction. Crush, crush, crush. <laughs> it's what I do. Sorry. <laughs> this is what happens when you grow up without the Dark Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the Dark Crystal like two years ago. <laughs> I don't think it was that long ago. <laughs> Maybe a year. <laughs> was that the new series? Did you get them confused? Might have been both. That's fine. They're both good. (laughs) All right. I I will learn from your lesson, Karen, and I will keep my conspiracy nonsense for next show. (laughs) I don't want to get any more episodes pulled from YouTube either. (laughs) Nice. All right. Then I think that's all we're going to have for this week. Uh, Again, want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast. Really do appreciate it. Uh, just had to pay some bills, so it was really nice to uh, be able to offset that. If you enjoy the podcast, you too could sign up on our Patreon page and help us uh, continue making the show. If you can't do that, you can go to, uh, to your different social media accounts and share the podcast there on Facebook or on Twitter. Or leave a review, especially on iTunes or wherever you happen to listen. Again, if you want to contact us, you can on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash profanearg, or tweet at profanearg. Also, please check out other shows on the soon-to-be-named network. You can find it at soon-to-be-namednetwork.com, other shows for your podcasting needs. I, I like did a hear, Star Trek show? Like, <laughs> I heard that there was a new episode of The Prime Defective talking about the next generation. Uh, what is it? It's episode by episode, right? No, we're doing something new. Oh, we've you are. On, we've, we, we, we've been on a two-year hiatus. So. <laughs> <laughs> so it used to be that we were going episode by episode, uh, but now we are spinning the Star Trek Dabo wheel and picking out random episodes from all the series. Oh. Oh, oh my. So if you want to listen along 
for this week. I think it's Deep Space Nine Season 6, Episode 15. I think. Deep Space okay. Nine. Hmm. Yep, we're all over the place. And we were thinking about dragging somebody along with us who had not watched Star Trek, so they could be thoroughly confused, but we didn't do that. <laughs> who could you possibly find that has not seen all of Star Trek? I know quite a few people. Really? Yeah, I, was, I don't think I've seen Star Trek outside of Next Generation. <gasps> it wasn't until there was an odd channel where it was showing old original Star Treks, which I had never seen. And then I got super bored. This is before I had a child, but... Mm. So sometime within the last six years, my goodness, I had no idea how many times they were referencing that original series. Mm -hmm. You know, in, in, yeah, like when I watched some of these episodes, I was like, oh, original Star Trek is why evil versions always have a goatee. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I had no idea. <laughs> but it's only Spock that has a goatee. So really, it's a bit <laughs> but of a that's stretch what even separated then. the two Spocks. <laughs> right. True. Otherwise, they're pretty much the same. <laughs> <laughs> Dictated by uh, we are not doing TOS, though. Oh, for really? That. Yeah, uh, Brian is very insistent that he did not want to do TOS. I don't know what that stands for. The original series. Oh. Oh. So it's next gen and everything up through Picard. No mm. movies. Interesting. Interesting. Well, there you go. If you're interested, <laughs> yeah. uh, I think it's at primedefective.com. Or you can go to Soon To Be Name Network and check it out. There you go. All right. I want to thank everyone for listening. And until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you, good night, and may your God go with you. However, six episodes into uh, the Tiger King. So, uh, man, people going slow. That's exactly up. how far I'm in. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Finish the, that. Yeah, there was one today. Another episode? No, no, no. Um, oh. Another press Trump, conference. Trump press conference. <laughs> oh, another okay. Trump episode. There is an extra <laughs> episode of Tiger King, but it's it's worthless to watch. Oh, it's not good? No. it's a, Joe, Joe McHale's not enough to carry it? It is a total cash grab, which I don't even understand how that works, because it's Netflix. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Do you guys sufficiently feel like scumbags for watching the show now? Because <laughs> that's all I've been told is what, no. a, what a piece of shit I am for enjoying it. No, actually, I feel I feel better about myself when watching <laughs> things like that. Although I do know someone who is very similar to uh, to Joe. Larry? Just, yes. See? <laughs> Except minus the animals. He has dogs. Yeah. Well, he, he loves animals. Yeah. If he could have tigers, he absolutely. He just never had any money so sure because when you never had a, a job and you smoke weed every day of your life it's hard to retain money mm. well why doesn't he this... why doesn't he become one of the gay straight boyfriends <laughs> <laughs> so weird <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah, did you uh, oh go ahead. go ahead oh i'm also on episode <laughs> six are you as confused as me as what seven's about yeah i know like, it's, it, pretty it's much wrapped, wrapped up, up. And there's still two more episodes. How is that possible? <laughs> well, one of the yeah. one of those is the Joel McHale thing, isn't it? Yeah, that's just an interview show. Mm. Oh, okay. Ass. Yeah, where you can catch up with all your favorite characters. <laughs> <laughs>
So are you all? And yes, Grinch. I, I think there's no way in the world she did not kill her husband. Oh, she's super guilty. Yeah. Oh, I feel like I, they really it, spelled it out in the documentary, though. First of all, I, I did tell you that Jenny has met this woman on multiple occasions, right? No. Really? That's no. Funny. Jenny used to live in Tampa and went to Big Cat, Cat Rescue a lot. Oh, oh. okay. And then uh, there's... Do you remember the part in the show? Well, you, you have to. It's the whole episode where they kind of like allude to her killing her husband. Mm. And she tells the part, she goes, you know, I was really upset and I was walking down such and such boulevard and he, this whole situation is weird where he pulls up and was like, I just want somebody to talk to. Yeah. And she, he hands her the gun, right? Jenny goes, that is a notorious hooker street to walk down. She was hooking that night. Mm. She just didn't happen to walk down there when she was upset. Everybody in Tampa knows that's Hooker Boulevard. <laughs> and I was like, aha, another piece of the puzzle. Not surprising. Yeah. Again, I, I mean, I really, unless I misunderstood what that detective was saying, he said she drove the car with her husband's body in it to meet her brother and another deputy. The brother took the van in question while the deputy drove her back to her house so she couldn't be implicated. The brother disappeared the body, hid the van at the airfield, and they cooked up a dementia story. About yeah, selling right. cars in Costa Rica. And change and change the will. Right. And, and change then the change the will, will yeah. too, if I happen to disappear. <laughs> Which I've heard people explain that in a way like that really might have just been because if like if he really had disappeared, they needed to change that. But I don't know how you can change somebody else's will to benefit yourself and not get in trouble for that. Pay off a notary. Yeah. <laughs> and spouse get spousal privileges is strong. They're married, so. I guess. But the other thing that was shocking to me about her, like, I understand if you want to go after Joe and all his crazy shit and, and blah, blah, blah. But when she was, like, ripping the his parents off. Oh, that was, yeah, I don't know what the hell I was that like, was about. I was like, damn, lady, take it easy. Like, they have nothing to do with this. Well, I like how like the second episode, when they first introduced Carol, she's introduced as this hippy-dippy, you know, she's saving the animals. And it's not like until like halfway through the episode, you realize, oh, my God, she's actually one of them. God yeah. damn it. <laughs> she's the same person. She's she Lady Joe. She's running a cult herself. Just to- <laughs> like, God damn it. They had me fooled for like a half an hour. Oh, I knew. Yeah. She's like, she's like I, this is how I dress when I go to Congress. I was like, oh, OK, <laughs> you're nuts. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know. She, I, I, re, I mean, I realized she was nuts, but because uh, she's crazy cat lady magnified. But I didn't realize that she was exploiting the animals as well. I thought she actually cared about them, and no. Oh my god! Not, Did you see not the picture, even a little bit. The pictures from their wedding. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys get to that part yet? I don't remember that. Oh, remember you'll the remember them when you see them. <laughs> the pictures of her and her current husband's wedding photos. Dress, oh. Weren't they dressed up like tigers? Oh, yeah, right. Oh. Yeah, she had him on a leash mm-hmm. and he was oh. down on the yeah. Oh, yeah. that's right. I think I blocked that. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a hard watch. <laughs> yeah, that that and Travis were both a hard watch. Mm. Mm. Because oh. for like a split second, I wondered if it was an actual accident. Well, mm. and then they really make it worse when he was doing the eulogy. Yeah. And I was oh, like, oh, that was really what just, is yeah. wrong with this guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He rub his balls all over my face. That boy had golden nuts. I'm like, dude, is that his family sitting across from you? Yep. <laughs> yeah, that Oof. that part was a little horrifying. But yeah, I mean. Well, the whole thing is horrifying. Absolutely. Oh, my God. But I mean, you know, just left <laughs> yeah. me wondering, did did Travis really think you couldn't fire a Ruger without a clip in it? Or uh, yeah. did he just smoke too much meth? I'm going with meth. Yeah, probably meth. 
Count going by the number of teeth in that whole group. Eh, that's a lot of math. <laughs> oh, Jared, in the follow-up episode that's not for watching before we start the show, mm-hmm. do they ever let Brandon put on a shirt or put in his new teeth? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, good. He even talks about his new tattoo. <laughs> oh, good. And how my tattoo artist has been getting shit because I'm like, that tattoo wasn't done. <laughs> also, I didn't realize that the the woman who got her arm ripped off Mm. Yes, who I just assumed was a lesbian was yeah, actually totally. is actually transition is a transition to male, but they kept oh. calling her female, and then Joel McHale kept referring to her as him, and I was like, oh Joel, no, it's just a lesbian, but it turned out it wasn't true that she they addressed that. He's like, was it, were you mad that they kept calling you or her? And she's like, I don't give a shit. I got my arm ripped off by Tyre and came to work next. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I hope you all sufficiently feel shamed for enjoying yourself. <laughs> I do not. Not a, not even a little bit. And not, I mean, like, everyone's like, the show had nothing to do with the cats. And I'm like, that's not what it was really about. It wasn't, but it's that part made me very sad when they were having trouble getting Walmart meat. And oh, yeah. They did, didn't have enough food for the animals. I'm like, oh, man. That and I will never think about the phrase, hey, this was made from scratch the same way ever again. <laughs> I was like, oh, those pizzas were all Walmart meat pizzas? <laughs> that no. was bad. Yeah. yeah. 